You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's find out what Scott Braun is scared of. Probably nothing. He's a co-host on Foul Territory TV, formerly working with MLB Network and NHL Network as well. Scott, good morning to you. Do you have any sort of animal, bug, whatever we are like? You know what? Not for me. Good morning, fam. So for me, (laughs) I live in Florida now. I'm in Orlando, and there are a ton of gators and snakes. I'm not scared of them. Here's the specifics. I'm scared of like stepping on them because they're sneaky. So sometimes when I'm walking around, say in the grass down here, I'm worried I'm going to step on one. Because I went to University of Miami, and back when I went there, they actually still had gators on campus, which I still think is kind of insane with like college kids stumbling around. And there was one time when I was walking home late at night on campus, and there was like just a gator, absolute lurking oh. in the grass, that I was like this close like three inches from stepping on and i'm like you know it doesn't bother me if it's there but if i don't see it and i step on it i don't really want to have a fight with it you know what i'm saying or it take a big (laughs) chunk out of my foot so it's a very specific concern that i have in florida right that is forgivable because you're right gators are everywhere in florida even like apartment building ponds and you're like there are kids playing like mere feet away and there's just gators lurking. All right. So mm-hmm. you have a really impressive resume when it comes to doing baseball coverage. Uh, but when it comes to betting, how has your foray been into the betting world of baseball? Because I asked um, Eric Kratz about this and I said, listen, you know, all there is to know about baseball, but betting on baseball can be tough. Has your foray been successful? Yeah, it has. And I, I've been I've been following betting content for quite some time and betting on baseball and all that for quite some time. So I think for those guys, I've been you know more of the mentor, per se, mm-hmm. um, even like a classic memory of of teaching A.J. Pruszynski, another host on, on Foul Territory with, with myself uh, about how to do a parlay on the BetMGM app. So like first first parlay um, he lost. But that's OK. So for me, great job, mentor. Yeah, yeah, I've I've been I've been doing baseball bets for a while. Obviously, that's that's very amplified now with what we do. But yeah, props, um, especially K props, uh, total bases like like many others taking advantage um, where you can. And then still for me, some good old fashioned money line, run line, total run action going on. So um, that my locks of the day, which I think is really fun on our show because sure, you can you can make all the picks you want, but when you're doing one lock and our show also has, um, 
is on in the afternoon, so you can only make picks for the, for the evening. So sometimes if it's like a Monday or Thursday, there's only two games to choose from, and our, our players are complaining, our player hosts, like, oh, I barely have any games to pick. I'm like, great, that's why it's tough. People are watching yeah. you. They're watching games tonight. <laughs> Welcome to the show. To something for them to freaking put their, their cash down on. So uh, it's been fun. Yeah, and I am leading the pack, So and I don't believe in jinxes. I'm like, on my locks, I believe like 24 and 16, and we actually keep straight up, cash um kept units to me is too confusing um for our audience so and i'm it's like maybe up like 500 i basically put down for a plus bet 100 for um a minus bet i'll just put down whatever it is to win 100 so that's how i keep Mm -hmm. track okay very good so scott before we get into maybe some bets you like i just wanted to ask you a general baseball question someone who follows the sport what is a storyline this season that has surprised you most is it the Rays off to this ridiculous start is it the Padres still not being able to hit the baseball is it Alec Manoa losing his mind he can't pitch anymore what is it or one storyline that you think I did not anticipate this this season oh Manoa is a good call from an individual standpoint yeah struggled again yesterday I mean he is in a really bad spot I believe the ERA I don't even know is it still above six at this point for him so from a team perspective yeah, I mean, the Rays' start to the season was was very good. But for me, I was one of those that looked at it and said, it's a long season. They they did play bad teams. You're supposed to be bad teams, so that's fine. And there's still a very good chance that Tampa Bay doesn't win the division for as crazy of a start that they had. They're going to be a playoff team. But Baltimore is playing really good baseball. The Yankees are going to be there. They'll be fine. They've dealt with uh, quite a bit of injuries, um, which I don't always use in, as an excuse. But, I mean – Judge was out for a couple weeks. Severino's back now. Maybe they get Rodon back for half the season and many others. So I would say from a surprise standpoint, the Cardinals start to the season was very surprising for me. And more specifically, Michael, the storyline of signing a player for tens of millions of dollars to be the next Yadi Molina. And we all knew if you'd watched him that he was not the finest and the smoothest catcher back there, but he can freaking swing the bat, and the Cardinals demote him in five minutes. And then they bring him back five minutes later to the position. So that's the kind of drama that we covered, too, that was surprising for me. And I actually still think that they very much have a chance to win that division or at least make the postseason. So those are some surprises that stand out. Yeah, Padres. My thing with the Padres, that's actually my World Series pick. I still think they're going to be fine. I just, I think they had a sluggish start and I think they'll swing the bats. Okay. Right. We haven't even hit Memorial day yet, which we are about to, which is usually the first benchmark of the season. Baseball is so numbers based and you have a thousand metrics that you can look at when you're trying to handicap these games. What stats do you feel like are the important ones when trying to predict some of these outcomes? I'm pretty much across the board and I do a lot of homework um, or as much as I can time-wise before I'm laying down what I'm doing for the night. So um, how a team's doing as a favorite, like a big trend we've followed throughout this season is why is Baltimore playing so good? Because they're beating the teams they're supposed to beat. They are, I don't know what the updated number is, but their, their number as the favorite um, is, is very successful right now. Like let's say it's, you know, uh, it was 19 and four, and I think. That, there we go. Something so, like that. Yeah. Following a trend like that um, in the beginning of a season, following if rules are affecting anything and what you can take advantage of. But but really, 
for me, from a team perspective, sometimes I think that, you know, BetMGM, when they're putting odds down, it's hard for them to buy into like a team, say, like the Orioles when they were supposed to be okay and not like this. So you Mm -hmm. hammer that until they adjust. For me, it was kind of the reverse recently where I was like, the Cardinals aren't this bad. And we took advantage of that for a bit. And also their offense in general, where the total was a little lower than I thought. So those are some of the numbers that I'll look at. Um, And then expected stats for pitchers, right? So the pitcher's coming off a bad outing, but he's had good expected numbers and a track record. I'm going to try to hammer that, especially coming off a bad outing. Um, and then looking at uh, offenses, strikeout numbers for me of, of an opposing offense and going you know two layers deeper, okay, not just where does this team rank K-wise, but where do they rank K-wise against um, these particular pitches, right? If it's a pitcher that, that really sets himself on, if it's a you know three-pitch guy and he really sets himself mostly on his secondary stuff, I want to see what that team's doing against, say, right-handed sliders to try and take advantage of a K-prop. We're talking with Scott Ron, co-host on Foul Territory TV. You see him as well on MLB Network and NHL Network in the past. So what's a play that you like today? It's early, so you don't have to worry about late in the afternoon and people saying, oh, I don't have enough bets to make here. I don't have enough games to play. What are some early leanings or maybe a couple bets you like? Okay, so right now for me, I actually think that the Chicago Cubs are a team that's gotten a little too much credit. I don't, I don't, I think they're about a 500-ish team. I actually coming into the season um, went down on, uh, and now I'm going to forget what the number is. When you place a, a, a billion bets, it's it's hard to remember every single one <laughs> you place. But and I, I can't spend five minutes looking them all up. But the win total for the Reds, I took the over, and they had kind of a slow start, and then I doubled down on it. Um, I think the Reds and the Cubs are actually somewhat similar, in ter- but but most people would look at them and be like, oh, the Cubs are a much better ball club. So um, I'm looking at that game uh, this afternoon. It's Justin Steele against Hunter Green. Peripheral numbers, expected stats for, for Steele say that he is outperforming expectations. He's got a really unique fastball that's not a high below fastball, um, and it's really tough for hitters to pick up, but I still see some regression potentially there. Hunter Green on the other side, Pitches in Cincinnati for half of his games. So in Chicago, win coming in. I'm looking at the under. I know that I'm not the only one that checks out the wind for Wrigley games. Um, and I'm looking at the Reds money line in that case. And I'd have to look at what the updated numbers are because obviously it changes and I have not placed yet. Um, but those that was one that I was looking at for an afternoon game that I can actually enjoy while our show is going on, yeah. which is nice. So right now... Yeah, uh, let's see what we have here. Reds money lines plus one forty-five. So pretty big fan of of uh, checking that game out. Um, and then one more for me, uh, looking at a Nerfy, um, a Nerfy Friday yes. for me. I saw uh, Mitch Keller against George Kirby. I don't think you're surprising anyone there by checking out a game like that in Seattle. Uh, George Kirby's one of my favorite pitchers in general. Does really well in first innings. Uh, Mitch Keller. In my mind, also check out the K-Prop. Mariners coming off the sweep of the A's. Um, Same kind of stats that I talked about earlier in terms of how they've done um, against a guy with stuff like Mitch Keller. So that nerfy, I believe when I last checked, was like in the minus 130 range. Um, And also in that game, I'd have to see where we're at with Keller's K-Prop. I'm pretty quick on the app here. Keller's K-Prop's at six and I have seven. Very juicy. Plus 115. Ah. I'm still interested. So uh, that, there's another one that I would look at 
for tonight. Um, this one's a little bit, in addition to the numbers of watching uh, Mariners A, especially like last night because it was some of the last games going on, big adjustment to go from semi – I mean, you're close to minor league pitching with the Oakland A's right now because they completely, you know, tank their season and they're they're operating like the movie Major League. And then you go to one of the best pitchers in baseball right now in Mitch Keller that not many people are talking about because he's on the Pirates. So there, there's some plays for me. Well, Scott, it's been great having you on the show. He is the co-host of Foul Territory TV. Follow him on Twitter at Scott Braun. Also, got about a minute and a half here. I said I was going to ask you, dance music forever on your Twitter bio? You have to tell me what that means. Michael and Chelsea, I'm a raver. Have you have you two ever been to festivals? Or, I mean, I'm, it's electronic music for me, if, if that's easier. But, like, yeah, we call it dance music. But yeah. I am... Uh, a late night rave in Orlando. I go to a few festivals per year. I'll be at Electric Forest in in Michigan in a couple of weeks. So um, that is my escape. And you know what? You can watch games until one a.m. But guess what? There's always a rave available for you from one to four. So that's where I go for a little uh, <laughs> a little disappearance from the day job and the night job. That sounds awesome, Scott. We appreciate it. Thanks, my friend. You got it, guys. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.